Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, here we are in uh, our study on the supernatural. We're in, uh, I believe it's uh, in the getting toward the end of May on a Tuesday, I think 23rd. Yeah, uh, May 23rd. Uh, and we're uh, excited to, uh, you know, work through this. We've gone through, you know, a couple of months of prayer, uh, what prayer was. And we had some great questions, by the way, that came up mm-hmm. about uh, the national tragedy and about, um, you know, tongues and and uh, how is it that um, we, we have to experience this difficult place and trouble and what does all that involve and right, you know, right. is, is there really what's there and and we've talked about how beautiful it is that uh, we have the privilege of just having dialogue with God all the time mm-hmm. uh, connect connect with him uh, he said you know pray without ceasing which is just live your life with me um, and uh, enjoy me and just like you know you uh, you and Dan or me and Linda is that when we're together we spend a lot of time together and uh, when oh, yeah. we're married we're connected and we know at any point in time, uh, you know, we can either converse, call, discuss, and he can, you know, our spouses can call, discuss, and intervene uh, for us. And that's really, he said, that's the picture of life. And that is that just, you know, walk with me and enjoy me and we'll be in fellowship together. And that's his right. privilege for us. Uh, and then we've talked about that as he, as he processes that, and this is why we're elevating this to a different new level, is... Um, the invitation is to join him in mm-hmm. his supernatural work, which he wants to demonstrate and bear witness to the truth that he's real. Mm-hmm. Um, and think about it um, in a really simple way that if it's not proven real, really, <laughs> right, in our life, then we tend to kind of drift away from even mm-hmm. any significance of it, even though... We can say, well, I, I believe in Christ, and I, I know I'm a believer, and I know where I'm going to be in, in eternity. And I do go to church, and I worship him, you know, on Sundays and listen to the word. But I really don't have much of a life with him, and I certainly don't understand what it means to surrender my will to his or that mm-hmm. I would experience things beyond the normal uh, that it seems, for you know, foreign to me. Um, right. And, and he says, well... Uh, that's why our ministry is so important is, you know, come and see finding truth in a world of chaos is, uh, the way to see is to be with him, um, and abiding in relationship and it's beautiful and everything about it is beautiful and wonderful and it's not hokey and it's not strange and there's not some spiritual secret that only a few people get, um, Mm -hmm. it's, it's lived this beautiful, natural life. And, and the reason that we're using the Gospels is that it's really identifiable mm-hmm. about how it worked with, in a sense, normal people like the disciples right. in normal situations. And none of it, there's nothing in there that puts it into, into a strange category. 
Um, right. You know, they didn't walk into a town and, you know, hit people in the forehead and have them fall over. You know, it right. uh, It was just God at work, you know, in a, a beautiful, a beautiful uh, wonderful way. Uh-oh, here's uh, Linda. She's uh, <laughs> coming in uh, and during our broadcast, so uh, good to see you, Linda. Hi, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you? Where are you headed? Okay. Well, uh, you're in the you're in the shot. So, uh, okay, bye. See you later. <laughs> it yeah. is always good to see yeah. her, though. She's such a joy. Yeah. It's always a it's always a surprise, right? <laughs> see, you, honey. Um, <laughs> we happen to be at the belt at the Beltmore, uh, which we're taping. Uh, to uh, get ahead because we're, you and I are going to be going on some trips here coming up. Um, right. So we have a whole month of non-taping yeah. really that so we've got to accommodate for. We, d we did a retreat on the East Coast. And uh, so we, we, the Biltmore is a special place uh, for our family and particularly for Linda and I. So we we're having a great, wonderful time. So we're spending a little bit of time uh, taping this. So uh, as we discuss this, uh, it's joining God in this beautiful thing. And, and we're going to use the Gospels. Last time uh, we explain that we have questions of Jesus about this mm -hmm. um, that we all can identify with, which is, you know, are you really willing to do this for me? Um, is there a system that we got to follow? Um, if it really is involving it, can you, uh, or really true, can you involve me personally? Um, usually our, our question, which is what my big question was, is that, hey, why well, even bothered? Nothing seems to matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, circumstances seem to do what they're going to do, and it is what it is, and why bother? Um, and then um, um, if there's any truth to his goodness, could he possibly help me in this scenario? You know, and mm -hmm. um, our, generally our answers to these is always, usually, probably not, and they're kind of identifiable. So on this next uh, session, uh, which has happened to me, is God says, well, i got some questions of you. Right. Um, and let's see where we sit on those. And then I'm going to start to uh, reveal to you answers to your questions. And I'm going to draw you into the truth of following me uh, in spite of your questions, um, mm -hmm. uh, my questions for you. So uh, I would Can urge I just insert, you. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, as, we're, as we're heading into this, um, this, this is the essence of our podcast name, right? Come and see. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is, I know there are people sitting in that same spot of doubt and questioning and everything else. And I love that you've laid out our questions that we have to him and then his response, some questions he has to us as he walks us into this. And I think I would just challenge everybody who's listening right now who are sitting in a place of doubt or questioning or whatever, not to ignore that that's where you're at, but instead to take that to his feet and say, this is, this is an invitation we're teeing up that God is teeing up to you to come and see what does he have to say about this? How does he walk us into this? You know, with all the misuse and misrepresentation that has been out there yet, the word says this is real. Um, I think it's, it's this beautiful place for us to truly come and see and be willing to let him walk us in. Just like last week, you shared this beautiful story of your doubt and God saying, Hey, you know, just come along because I'm going to show you some things yeah. and, and the start of your journey. And I know I had a very similar journey, um, in that where he just invited me and he's like, okay, I know because of your past and what you've grown up with, you've got me in this box, but are you willing to 
to come and see right. and I'm going to show you some things and it's and so just I would just um, challenge everybody at this moment to ask God to open your hearts to be willing to come and see as we step into all of this yep yep and the um, uh, because we know something this is interesting um, the people that we've helped learn to abide particularly our leaders that we get to be around a lot um, it's not a. It's not even there. It's not even a system. Well, you got to learn this first, and that second, and this third. And, right, right. Um, it's it's just well, come, come and learn to just mm -hmm. be with him. He'll guide you. Um, and because of life, everyone that is abiding is going to come up to this point. Mm -hmm. Because um, he says, "My will, which you're learning to follow." Right. Is going to be supernatural. Yeah. And, and I know you have questions about this and I'm going to, I'm going to prove it out. I'm going to demonstrate it. I'm going to persuade you. And we can safely say, cause you know, we get to, and this is one of the joys of our fellowship, by the way. Right. Uh, when we get together, we're not saying, woe is me. Right. We say, I have some issues. Mm -hmm. There's things going on. There's things that are troublesome. There's things, there's adversity. There's big decisions. There's what we call sticky wickets. So it's all there, and we understand mm -hmm. it's all there. But the conversation doesn't go to, well, too bad. Right. Um, I hope you get comforted through it. And, and as opposed to um, sharing the amazing work of God to bring resolution mm -hmm. to those things, so that while we're in it again, it's like, well, let's go see together what God has to say. We we all experience supernatural because that's part of the life of God, um, mm -hmm. and it's such a beautiful thing. And so, he, and think of the disciples, which is something that struck me when He was teaching me this. Um, and I was, you know, I was at a place where I was high, again highly skeptical. Um, he said, "Well, did the disciples know anything about this?" No. Right. Um, well, how do you think they came to know it? Um, I walked them through it. I walked them into mm -hmm. it. Um, I, step by step. I had them experience it, demonstration, experiencing. They had to have a heart to receive it. Uh, by the way, there was in, in John six sixty. There was a group that said uh, when he said, "My, you got to eat my body and drink my blood." They said, "Well, this is." Oh, he's no a, thanks, I'm out. <laughs> he's a he's a cult leader. This is strange. And they were experiencing supernatural mm -hmm. stuff, which is why they were there. Um, right. But eh, that's enough. You know, we're out. And they missed out on being persuaded mm -hmm. that the supernatural was normal uh, because right. they, they left. And he, he let them go. Okay. You know, you got to have a heart to follow. But my, my mm -hmm. disciples did, and they did. So, Rich, he says, um, I know you're skeptical. Uh, and that's why the questions that we have, we talked about last time, are legitimate. His yeah. questions to us are going to come back. They're legitimate. And he says, let's let's understand where that is. He said, it's okay that it stands there. Mm -hmm. He said, but I, I would like you to come and learn of it right. um, and have a heart to learn of it. And let me walk you into it step by step um, and take all your questions you got. And then I, I'm going to put you in a position where you're going to have to answer some questions mm -hmm. about what you think and believe. So that's what we're going to spend today. And I would urge everybody on these, because we're going to kind of go back when we get finished this section, which probably take a couple of times, is to go back over and see which of these tend to stand out 
where we struggle with the most. So I would urge you to write them, write, write them down, and then we'll come back to it. So the first one Great. is in uh, Matthew 8, uh, 26. It says, But he said to them, Why are you fearful, O you of little faith? Then yeah. he arose and rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Yeah. So um, they're in the middle of trouble. Mm-hmm. And their response, and by the way, Jesus is with them. Mm-hmm. Um, this this is gonna this is this is gonna, not gonna work. We're all gonna die. Basically, is what they're right, saying. Right, right. Um, and he says, "Well, why are you so fearful, mm. uh, O ye of little faith?" Um, and the fear the fear here goes deeper than just uh, fear of the trouble, because that's that's fundamental. Mm-hmm. Why are you so afraid of life, of the mm-hmm. things that happen in life? Um, remember, he said you're not going to be absent of that. But why? Why are you right. so? Why are you so afraid of it? And by the way, the answer on the surface is because you think there's nothing that can be done about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so why are you afraid of it? And then two is, why are you af- afraid, fearful of even finding out? Mm. Um, oh, that's good. Uh, why? Why are you so sure that you think you know when you maybe don't? And that's one of the. Mm-hmm. This is one of the big questions that came to me was, why are you so afraid to even walk with me to learn it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, and there was, oh, yeah, but in skepticism and all this. He says, well, why would that keep you from learning it? Um, right. So why why are you afraid? Oh, you have little faith. Uh, okay, Matthew uh, nine four. Sure. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? Yeah. Um, so uh, they're saying, you know, this isn't going to happen, um, or this shouldn't be happening. And he says, Well, why do you think evil in your heart? Uh, and the word evil here is, Why do you think that the difficulty can't be overcome Mm. Um, and it's so weird that it can't be overcome Um, why have you accepted the normal or the not the normal but the natural as the way that life is going to go and you think this that's how Mm -hmm. you think right and this comes back as you're sharing that just to remind everybody where you're getting that question that word for evil is not this dark demonic this no. is the annoyance distraction all of these sort of things so it's a, the translation just making sure everybody understands the translation is what brings what rich just spoke out of this question yeah yeah you're not thinking demonic you're thinking that the difficult circumstances are mm-hmm. not going to be overcome and right. you're going to be living in this uh, annoying frustrating irritating thing that you just can't overcome he said why do mm-hmm. you think that that's the way it's going to go um, mm-hmm. and that's and your thought life is that way which which we know why uh, okay so go then to uh, uh, Matthew 923 uh, Matthew 928 I believe 28 sorry says... my, uh, my, uh, I printed it out but okay. it's a little, little bit faint so <laughs> Matthew 928 <laughs> Um, and when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? And yeah. then they said to him, yes, that, Lord. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, um, so, okay, we, we, we have difficulty. Mm-hmm. And a question that immediately comes to us is, well, do you believe that I can do this? 
and it's a fundamental question you know that we that we have to answer because if we say I really don't mm-hmm. you know then you then you have a little bit further to go to have to right. uh, understand that that his answer is different than that mm-hmm. um, and of course we've already talked about that um, yeah maybe I believe you can I doubt if you will, but but at least right. I think you maybe can. But even then, he says, or "Well, I've never seen you do it for me." Yeah, or any, any of my friends. So, do you really think that I, I'm able, mm-hmm. you know, to do this? Which, okay, think about this. If if he's able to do supernatural, mm-hmm. what must I believe about his ability? to do supernatural that, that he can do all of it <laughs> that yeah. he can do it that nothing nothing stands in the way so there's no limitation right. to that and he's saying do you you is he saying do you believe i have the power to do this mm-hmm. um well okay then if you do then let then let's go learn it uh, okay um uh matthew uh fourteen thirty one. Matthew 14, 31 says, um, And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him and said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Yeah. And so um, uh, remember before he said, um, Why are you afraid, ye mm-hmm. of little faith? Here he's saying, uh, Ye of little faith, why do you doubt? Mm. Uh, okay. Um, now just think of that word. Um, if I said to you, uh, hey, uh, you know, God is going to, uh, you know, solve, uh, you know, Dan's problem with his customer mm-hmm. and your reaction is, I doubt it. Right. Okay. What would that say? That it really is showing a lack of faith and a lack of having heard directly from God what he would do. Yeah, and your basic premise when you say, I doubt it, is mm-hmm. is what? It ain't going to happen. Uh, I don't believe it, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, this, this likely isn't going to happen. Now I kind of doubt it because uh, you don't go with, I'd like to, I'd like to know if that's true. Mm-hmm. You've already decided, yeah, I doubt it. Right. Uh, yeah, that ain't going to happen. Um, and you've already concluded something. And if you've concluded, which is why he's challenging us, is that if you've already concluded, I doubt it, mm-hmm. then you really don't have a heart to learn it. Right. Because you've already concluded that you doubt it. And he said, why are you doubting it? Mm-hmm. And, of course, the answer is going to be easy. Well, because I've never seen it. <laughs> right, right. He said, yeah, I know. But, you know, why don't you learn and, and why do you doubt it? Uh, okay. This next one, uh, this is really interesting. This one, this one really hit me too. Is uh, Matthew uh, twenty thirty two says. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, "What do you want me to do for you?" Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, a lot of times, and this is interesting. I was in this boat, and, and a lot of people, uh, when I talked to her in this boat, is well. Um, I don't see God doing supernatural things, you know, in mm-hmm. the uh, general or the body of Christ or in, in the church or in life. So, um, you know, if he's going to if he's going to do that, how come, you know, they don't happen in a big, big way? Um, mm-hmm. And his question back to us is, OK, 
This this was a direct question to me, by the way. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you want me to do for you? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, exactly what do you want me to do for you? Um, and it kind of brought it down into, if I'm going to prove the supernatural, well, it's going to be it's going to be involved in your life. Right. So don't don't make it global. What do you want me to do for you? Mm. Uh, oh, that's good. Huh, interesting. Uh, so we're going to look at that one. Uh, okay, go to uh, Mark 3, 4 now. Sure. Mark 3, 4 says, Then he said to them, Is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill? But they kept silent. Yeah. So, um, you know, they of course, they said, Is there a system? Mm-hmm. And he, he turns it right back and says, well, um, forget about the system. Mm-hmm. Is this a good thing to do or not? Mm. Um, and he's what he's saying is that, isn't it, when you think of what you just asked me, and, and by the way, follow me, what do you want me to do for you? Mm-hmm. He says, don't you think it's normal? to resolve the issue that you got isn't that how you think Mm. now you try to do it on your own but that's how you think isn't it normal that this should happen if if really you're there to resolve my issues wouldn't it be normal that i would see for resolution to come yeah Yeah, for resolution resolution. Um, and for me to do it i'm going to have to do Mm -hmm. things that you can't do Mm -hmm. otherwise in a sense why bother with me Right. Go, go do it. If you can right. solve it yourself, then go go solve it. Uh, which, by the way, a lot of us think. And he says, "So, isn't it normal that this would be my heart, and this is what I can do for you?" Uh, okay. Uh, go to uh, Mark five uh, thirty. Mark five verse thirty says, "And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself the power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes?'" Yeah. Um, so he said that um, uh, there's going to be times when uh, actually you're going to have access to this power. Uh, do you have a heart to access this power? Mm. Uh, you know, who, 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 who did this? You know, who, who had the courage to access my power? Um, he said, because it's here. And do you have the, and we're going to get into this story, you know, later, but, um, you know, on what basis did this woman access that power? He said, mm-hmm. well, do you guys, do you have the, do you have the heart to do that? Do you have the heart to go after it, in other words? Right. Um, and this is another question I had to me when I was learning this is that, you know, do you have the courage to stay with me, to learn mm-hmm. the availability and the access and the, uh, 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 accessioning of my power. Mm-hmm. Um, do you even have the courage to, to consider that? Uh, and so that's that's a big question. Um, okay, and then um, uh, we'll go to Matthew uh, six uh, thirty three. Um, um, uh, and and this, by the way, is several places in Scripture, but we'll just use this one, Matthew uh, six thirty three. Okay. <laughs> This is out of order. That's okay, right? Yeah. Well, you can. I'm seeing uh, Mark six. Oh yeah. Just just do. Um, sorry, Mark six thirty eight, not Matthew. Okay. 
Yeah, Mark just to make sure I know your print. Your printing yep. is not that good on there, so I just wanted to make no, sure yeah. where we were at. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No problem. Mark six thirty eight says, but he said to them, "How many loaves do you have? Go and see." Yeah. So. Um, and when they found, yeah. So they were. This is the feeding of the five thousand, and um, um, hey, how are we going to solve this problem? Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of the questions that Jesus asks is, "Well, what do you got?" Mm-hmm. Um, so that's an interesting question. Of uh, again, it may involve something that you already have mm-hmm. uh, that I'm going to use in the supernatural. So again, this is part of the whole concept of the be careful not to put it into a system. Well, we got a problem here. Um, how are you going to solve this? And his immediate question to his disciples, which would be to us, well, what do you got? Yeah, um, it's kind of interesting. Uh, where are you, in other words, with this? What mm-hmm. what's available right now that I can actually take the context of your life and do something with it? Um, right. So don't put put it in a complete box that you know has nothing. And we'll share this a little a little bit later about, like for example, the aspect of medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we'll talk I'll, I'll talk about this later about you know I'd gotten into this as I was starting to learn that. I kind of flipped it almost to the complete other side of it. Is that well then everything has to be fully expect all supernatural. Uh, we don't need yeah. we don't need doctors because mm-hmm. God can do everything, right? Yeah, He can. Mm-hmm. But what do you have? I had to learn that. Wait a minute. There are things already here mm-hmm. that I can use. Don't don't limit me. What you know? How I can do it? What I can do? You know. So his first question is. That's oh, good. But what do you got? Um, okay. And then uh, Mark, uh, uh, go down to Mark 8, 8, 12. Um, you want to hit Mark 8, 5 first? That's the same one. It's how many loaves do you have. It's the so, same one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mark 8, 12. But he sighed deeply in the spirit and said, Why does this generation... Assuredly, I say to you, no sign shall be given to this generation. Yeah. Um, so he says... Um, why are you just, in general, seeking a miraculous thing to prove it out to you? And what you want me to do is perform it for you to prove it, as opposed to, um, why aren't you seeking me? And, 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 and by the way, you're doing it in a global way. It's just, well, just do something supernatural. Um, and then, uh, then mm-hmm. I'll start to believe it, and he, and that goes back to, well, what do you want to do for you? And is that all you're seeking? Is just to, right. just that alone, all by itself? And you're not seeking the whole life that I have available to you? So he said, mm-hmm. so what? What's really your heart and your motivation mm-hmm. for that? That's either, good. either to prove it, as you are skeptical that it isn't, it doesn't exist, or, um, well. Okay, then, then if you're going to do it, then do it, and maybe I'll follow it. Uh, and by the mm-hmm. way, he, he's going to tell us later is, in spite of me doing it, you still don't believe it anyway. <laughs> right, right. Because uh, it has to come down to be personal, uh, you know, for us. So we'll uh, we'll pick this up. Uh, we have some more questions that he's going to ask us. Uh, hopefully you've written these down, and we'll try to summarize these for us. Uh, but it's such a beautiful uh, return 
Mm -hmm. uh, well, hey, I got questions of you, Jesus. And he says, well, actually, I got some questions back at you. Yeah. You know, where do you stand? So it's kind of it's kind of fun to go through this. We see ourselves in all yeah. of these questions, right? <laughs> yeah. I think that's the beauty of it is we really do see ourselves fitting into all of this. And yeah. these are places that we can wrestle out. And I'm excited to watch God unfold the answers. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. So we'll uh, pick it up next time again. Great. Thanks so much. Thanks for sharing. And thank you for joining us. If this is raising up questions, send them in to questions at afjministry.com and we'll be happy to talk about them. Yep. Have a great afternoon. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.